Welcome to Scanner School. We're here to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. And today we're doing just that because this is another Ask Scanner School session where I answer your submitted questions. All units stand three. It now appears as though shots are being fired. All officers use caution. It has been confirmed. Suspects are armed and are firing at police. Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this podcast episode is our Ask Scanner School sessions where I answer your scanner radio questions. This type of podcast episode comes out on the first Tuesday of every month, and we've been doing this now for 62 months, 62 sessions. And that's quite a few Ask Scanner School sessions. Now, I need more questions. So if you go to scannerschool.com slash ask, you can submit your question via our form or by using our SpeakPipe link, which will allow you to leave a voicemail, or by going to 516 308 2885 on your phone. If you are want to do it that way, you can leave me a voicemail message that way too. And of course, if you leave me a voicemail, we will play it on the podcast and put you in a running for a free tutoring session. Again, you can go to scannerschool.com slash ask to leave me a question or dial 516-308-2885. Or you can also just email me, phil at scannerschool.com. Let's get into our first question that came in exactly that way through an email. This one comes in from Ralph and he's over in England and he says, I just got into this radio stuff and he has a TRX-1 that he basically just got and he bought it on a whim and he thought it would be simple. Been here, done that, right guys? <laughs> I mean, just to talk about it a little bit, easy scan software, like I keep saying, is anything but easy, but hey, let's get back into... Uh, until Ralph's question. So he's been listening to the scanner, all okay, but he's uh, looking at YouTube videos that mention DSD and SDR, but nobody explains how to connect it to his Whistler. They only show it working. So he thought that the course I have would enlighten him and getting to know how to program, but it's not connecting. And maybe he will try out the paid course if he can get things working. So, Ralph, really interesting question you have here because the Whistler TRX-1 scanner, in fact, most Whistler scanners and most student scanners won't talk directly to DSD+. What you really need here is a software-defined radio. Now, you could use a discriminator-tapped scanner to feed raw audio into DSD+. And that's the way that we all used to do it prior to SDRs becoming a big thing here. It's a whole lot easier to spend about $30 US on an SDR and feed that raw data into DSD+, rather than opening up your scanner, finding the discriminator port or the discriminator leg on your IC, tapping into that with a solder iron, running that to an audio jack in the back of a scanner or on the side of your scanner, then running that from the scanner to your line input or microphone input on your computer's audio card, 
and then fitting that into DSD plus and hopefully you got the levels all right and the volume right and everything else to work correctly. And even then it just becomes a read only device or a read only port. You can't even control the scanner from DSD plus. Like I said, it's a whole lot easier, a whole lot simpler just to get a software defined radio and plug that into your, uh, your computer and then run that with DSD plus. Now, on my free course over at courses.scannerschool.com, I go through that entire setup for you. How to buy the SDR, which ones to buy, and how to plug it in, and how to set the drivers, and how to get it to talk using SDR Sharp just to get things working. And then how to set up DSD Plus, the public release of DSD Plus, and get that set up and established so you can at least start listening to something with DSD Plus. Don't get me wrong here. A TRX-1 is a great radio, but what you're trying to do with trying to interface that with DSD Plus is you're trying to hammer a square peg into a round hole. It's just not going to fit. You're going to lose a lot of time and a lot of patience and a lot of hair on trying to set that up. So I would strongly recommend getting a software-defined radio, and I recommend the new Elect dongle or even an RTL Blog V3 both around $30 to $40 US. So I guess in euros, it's probably about the same at this point. And you can buy them online, whether it be from Amazon or a local affiliate who sells those would be a good source for them. And again, DSD Plus, the normal version, will get you kind of going in the right direction. But if you really want to take it to the next level, you're going to be looking at DSD Plus Fastlane, which is another paid upgrade or another paid option on there. So the reason why you're seeing a lot of videos not showing you how to set up your TRX-1 with DSD Plus and they only show it just working is because it's just not going to happen that way. I mean, it's just not worth it. Again, when we talk about discriminated tap radios, we're talking about, man, going back 15 maybe years ago when I started with uh, maybe more than that. We're trying to get DSD Plus to run. And in fact, even at that point, you had to run it in CYGYN and emulate a different environment in Windows in order to get it to work. And it was um, it was quite quite a different world back then. Right now, it's so much easier than it has been. So don't get frustrated here. You're just going down the wrong avenue to get to where you want to go to. Again, you can go and get a cheap SDR dongle. Again, I really recommend going with the Nuvolek or an RTL blog. There's some good ones out there. There's some bad ones out there. But the new Elec and the RTL blog are, I've got more than I need. Let's put it that way. I, I have more than I need, if that tells you anything. I got a lot of them. And again, my course, which is free, will tell you which ones to buy, how to set it up, et cetera, et cetera. And again, you can get that over at courses.scannerschool.com. So Ralph, I know you're just getting started with this radio stuff, right? It takes time. This is a hobby that many of us have been in for quite a few years. you got to start somewhere. What really stinks is sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And with anything that you're going to try out for the first time, you're going to make mistakes. And you're going to find things aren't what they seem to have been. And it's all learning, right? And that's what you got to realize here that, okay, I, I went down this way. It wasn't what I thought, but how can I adjust? How can I adapt? How can I overcome? Right? How can I take what I learned that didn't work and make it work and, or learn how to do it differently? 
or this is what's working now and I want to tweak this, right? This is why it's called a hobby, right? We all learn, we all understand how it can be frustrating, but in the end, the reward is getting it to work. Stick with it. And we've got a great community over on Discord, a whole bunch of scan nerds that want to hang out and help you. You go to scannerschool.com slash Discord and join the rest of the community and jump into some of the groups we have there. And I'm sure that there will be plenty of support to help you out with your fellow scanners. Again, scannerschool.com slash Discord for our Discord community. And also scannerschool.com slash Facebook group if you are on Facebook as well. Ralph, thanks again for asking your question. And I hope that we see you online in our Discord community. All right, we've got actually two more questions in the queue, and we will get to those in just one moment. But as a reminder, if you're a Patreon supporter at the $3 or a month level, you don't get this upcoming break. Everybody else, we'll catch you all in just one moment. Chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or Scanner Master, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel. You can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single cent. So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is. We would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase. And this will help support the show at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pagers are great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 simulcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. All right, next question comes in from Danny. And Danny says, hey, Phil, this is N8KCM in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope that your medical situation is improving, and I finished my radiation in July of 2020. I've had some ups and downs since then. Again, I hope you continue to make progress. I've been out of work for a while. And I want to get back into scanning, but I can't justify an SDS-100 and the SDS-200 prices. I have several VHF, UHF antennas up, discones and others with good feed lines. I'm in Logansville, Georgia, which is in Walton County, and much around me is encrypted. 
I'm doing some aircraft and I don't have much railroad activity here that I know of. I have several SDR USB dongles. How long will it take you to help me set up the SDR for air, VHF, UHF, and 800 scanning? My old scanner is a Radio Shack 2257. Again, that's a Radio Shack 20-257. For Aero HF, you can use the dongle or even his Kenwood HF ham rig. Thanks again, Danny. Well, Danny, I want to just say that things aren't going uh, where we hoped, but we're still hanging in there. But I uh, just want to say with your situation, again, with radiation since July of 2020, you've been three years, which... I'm hoping means that things are going well for you. And uh, I understand some ups and downs because uh, it just seems like that is just the way things go when you've got this kind of diagnosis. So um, again, it's just it's just weird. You know, I, I tell my story on on having cancer and what I'm going through and, and to have some of you write back to me and, and let me know that you have also faced the same kind of thing kind of gives me a feeling like, you know, it's first of all, I'm not alone. And hopefully, if, if you're going through the same thing, uh, Danny, not you personally, but anybody who's listening, right, you realize that you're not alone either, right? This is like a community with inside of a community now, right? It's where we all enjoy the radio hobby. Some of us enjoy amateur radio as well. Some enjoy GMRS. Some enjoy CB, right? But it all goes back to scanning. But now, again, some of us have something else that we can all bond over, right? It's, it's not really like, you know, we're all aching to get into this part of the community, but when life hands you this deck of cards, you got to play them. So uh, again, uh, Danny, thanks for sharing that little tidbit with us. And uh, again, I really hope that being that you said radiation since July of 2020, that means that you are uh, in remission and uh, maybe you've you've beaten it. I, I don't know when for what you have when they would give you that all clear, but I'm, I'm hoping that that's what that means. So to answer your questions, about all the radios and, and the scanning and, and, and whatnot. Just to clear things up a little bit here, the Radio Shack 2257 is better known as a Radio Shack Pro 97, which uh, by today's standards is a pretty old radio, decades old. But if it still works for you, I mean, continue to use it. It would work great for railroads and, and aviation and amateur radio and anything that's uh, analog and not encrypted was really a, a decent radio back in the day. But um, rail is pretty simple with that radio and very straightforward. Is there should be a search, search, I don't want to say search bank, but service search in that radio that uh, you can set up just for rail. And it will go through all the VHF channels. If you hook that up to your disc cone or if you've got a two-meter antenna up on the roof that you can uh, you can tap into just for this for now, let it run and see if you can hear any type of rail activity on there. It might surprise you what you might be able to hear. And also, you know, give it a shot. Try to get into some aviation. You may you may hear quite a bit. It's not just your local airports, right? There's some also some of the um, the long paths, right? The um, I forget what they're what they're called, but like thirty thousand feet and above, right? Type of deal. And you can hear quite a bit. And even the middle air is is pretty exciting. And being that you're over in Georgia. I would suggest going into Radio Reference and go into their forums and, and go to Maryland, right? Just go to Maryland and go to their Mid-Atlantic Mill Air thread. There's a new sticky for that every single year. And the last time I looked, it was just about 500 pages just for this year alone. And it gets to be pretty lengthy. So every year they start a new thread there. And a lot of what they talk about in that Maryland forum, I can hear up here in New York. So uh, very interesting. 
as to what happens in that group there. So with the SDRs, right, we're looking at different pieces of software depending on what you want to do with it. For example, for aviation, we can use SDR Sharp, SDR++, SDR Runo, or even SDR Console, which is the one I would recommend here. And even for VHF and UHF monitoring, SDR Console would be your best bet. When it comes to 800, right, I'm assuming 800 is uh, where you're looking to do some trunking. And even then, you've got different tools at your disposal here. You can go with the SDR trunk, which works great with P25 phase two systems for um, EDAX, Motorola type two, and, and even P25 phase one trunking. I like to use Unitrunker. For NXDN or DMR, I typically like to use DSD+. Now, it would definitely take several hours to go through setting up all of these pieces of software with you one-on-one with the configuration, the downloads, the, the, the whole soup to nuts thing. But I do have a course that breaks through many of these pieces of software. And uh, I'm going to admit, and it's not failure, it's just a hiatus or a temporary speed bump here. Some of the software that I would like to have included in the paid course just hasn't been uploaded yet because of my cancer diagnosis and just the just the amount of energy that I have really limits what I am capable of doing here. So for Unitrunker, SDR Console, SDR Uno, SDR Plus Plus, that, that's all in the paid course. And, and that would really help you get started with all that. And as far as value and what you're going to get for your dollar, the paid course is a fraction of what it would cost you to actually book me for tutoring and to go through everything in hour long chunks. But I've sat down with with other scanner radios in the past and we've gone through tutoring sessions and we spend the entire hour just setting up and getting DSD plus set up on their machine, configured, bring the sites in and everything else. It takes about an hour to do that. And then sometimes they book me again for a second hour to fine tune things and to adjust things or to add things into their Unitrunker, maybe faster. SDR trunk might be something else to look at also. But again, there's also some good you know, YouTube videos out there, not by me, but by some other people that might be able to help you out through that one. But uh, again, for the amount that um, it costs you for the paid course that I have that goes through SDRs, even with some of the content that has yet to be published at this point, it still will get you at your own pace, getting through and getting through the setup and everything else that you need to get going with that one. And again, you look for that over at courses.scannerschool.com. So again, Danny, again, thank you for sharing your story. And again, I hope things are good with you. Post-radiation, it's been about three and three and a half years maybe now at this point. So uh, again, hopefully you're in remission and have been cured and everything else with that. And again, if you're just looking to do basic VHF, UHF, yeah, the SDS 100-200 won't really help you all that much out with that one. Just if really you have simulcast, it's really well really where you want to go with that. But um, the SDRs, you got the new Alec or the RTL dongle. See if you can get it working with DSD Plus, Unitrunk or SDR trunk. Great piece of software for monitoring 800 trunk radio systems. And uh, again, SDR console is is really, really good for, for everything else. I think you really will enjoy that piece of software. So Dan, if you have any other follow-up questions to what it was that we spoke about today, you can always reach me on email, phil at scannerschool.com. Or again, you know, our Discord server is there. You can use that to also uh, ask questions. That's over at scannerschool.com slash Discord. 
All right, one more question for this month, and this one comes in from Terry, and he says, this scanner hobby is all very new to me. Is there some recommended apps that might help him get started and some he should avoid? He's got two police scanner apps at the moment on his phone, and both are very sketchy and only work half the time. So, Terry, welcome to the hobby, first of all. It's like I said before, it is an exciting ride. You're going to hit some speed bumps. You're going to learn a few things. You're going to find some things that are um, enjoyable, some that make you want to pull your hair out. But it is a hobby, and that's what makes this hobby something that can be enjoyed, right? It's the fact that you're not alone. There's plenty of other people out there that enjoy this as well. And it's all about learning and sharing and everything else. And hey, that's why I've got the podcast here, right? To kind of to help other people when it comes to the scanner radio hobby. Now, what you have to remember is with some of these apps, they all use the same backbone, right? If you're looking at the differences between like a, a an app like uh, Five O Radio and Scanner Radio by Gordon Edwards, you're basically looking at just the user interface. They both basically use broadcastify as their back end so anytime you go through the directory and you go through and look at say united states and you go to your state and you go to your county and you see all these scanner radio feeds that are available they all come from broadcastify so whether or not you're using 50 radio or scanner radio deluxe or any other application that uses the radio reference api or the broadcastify api they're all coming from the exact same end user or the same broadcaster with their information. So if that user or that radio, that feed is, as you say, sketchy, or it's choppy, or it only works part of the time, right? All of those feeds that use that source are all going to have the same problem. So changing apps isn't going to resolve anything for you. What really works out best, though, is is getting your own radio. But again, I, I get a lot of people, right? The apps are the way to go. And, and even when I'm out and, and about, you know, the apps work best for me. But as far as using apps, right, my personal favorite app is Scanner Radio by Gordon Edwards. And I, I like that one because I've been using it the longest. I've got a working relationship with Gordon. He's a great guy. He's um, He makes a great app, let's put it that way. And not only does his app tie into Procastify, but it also ties into other private live feed providers that are out there besides what's on Broadcastify. So it, it really makes it more than just a Broadcastify streaming application. Another great app to look out for is liveatc.net's app. And David runs a great website. And his app right now is number one in the Apple app store i guess play store i know google play right so it'd be google play store but it's the apple app store i think but it's number one app right now in the travel category and you can listen to aviation traffic from all over the globe in his app and in fact we had david on the podcast way back in session 23 and we're at 311 right now so i think it's about time we're overdue to have david come back on the podcast so i'm Definitely have to reach out to him and, and see if he'll uh, he'll come back on and, and share some more aviation stuff with us. But again, as far as apps go, they're all going to use the back end. Same back end as Broadcastify. I like Scanner Radio by Gordon Edwards. That's, that's the one I have installed on my phone. And again, the best thing to do, though, if, if you're un, unhappy with what you're hearing, as far as where you are locally, hey, try setting up your own scanner and you'll have more control and more fun over the radios that way. 
So again, I want to thank Terry. I want to thank Danny. And also I want to thank Ralph for asking your questions this month. If you have a question for us, you can go to scannerschool.com slash ask and fill out the form. You can email me, bill at scannerschool.com. You can use the SpeakPipe method over on our website or even by picking up the phone, dialing 516-308-2885 and leave me your voicemails. Now, again, this type of podcast releases on the first Tuesday of every month and the next one will release, yeah, next year in 2024. And again, if you have a question that you want answered in the meantime, you can always go over to our Discord server and ask your question to the other scan nerds who are hanging out in there. Scannerschool.com slash Discord, or you can go to Scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Heron, Bill Kay, Bob Robs, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian Arsenal, Chris Paris, Classic Hank, Craig Harper, Dan, Daniel Chiavolella, Dave Pasco, David, David C., David Kuzneski, David Robertson, Danny Crotty, Ed Walsh, Glenn Davos, Greg Johnson, I Hate Junk Mail, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, Jake Jacobson, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B., Jim Heinrich, John Kordoff, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, John Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin's Wiki, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Luke Hartnett, Mark Beebe, Mason Kramer, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Piltz, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Randy Young, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmieri, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgrand, Thomas Giampino, Todd Glendai, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week. 73.